Cousins. O'Neal the block to the end zone. Caught for the touchdown. Jefferson again. Worked on Denzel Ward. A 12-yard touchdown pass. Rodgers. Plays it. It's caught for the touchdown by Randall Cobb. His second score of the day. Here's golf. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Detroit. Khalid Raymond. 25 yards. Here's a handoff to Montgomery. Breaks it inside. Still on his feet. Pushing the pile. Touchdown Chicago. Nine yards. The hard way. Pylon listeners, we are back recapping week four of the NFL season. There is a lot to talk about. The Lions going down to the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields versus victory. Then we got the Vikings um, in a hard-fought battle. Uh, low scoring um, against the Browns and a loss. And then the Packers uh, doing what they do against the Steelers. So before we get into all that, let's introduce the Pylon crew. So I'm Big Z representing the Detroit Lions. Then we got Barney representing the Bears. What's good, guys? Yep, Justin Fields' first victory, one of many to come. Let's go. Then we got Remy representing the Vikings. Fellow Scolders, we are down, but we are certainly not out. Stand up, Minnesota. Let's get this thing turned around. And then last but not least, Kinger representing the Packers. Gentlemen, as always, great to be back with you. Missed a lot of football this week, but, uh, you know, Green Bay won. They got the dub, three and one. We're moving on. Indeed. Uh, so yeah, the Packers three and one. The the Bears. Uh, wait, why, why am I losing track of the records here uh, in my head? Two and two. Two and two, right? Yeah. Um, and then the Lions zero oh and four. Only one of. And then no, the uh, the Vikings one and three. Lions zero oh and four. One of only two winless teams left in the NFL: the Lions and the Jaguars. <laughs> hey, you are the best winless team, though. That's what they said last week too. So <laughs> we still hold that mantle. Isn't there some news coming out of Detroit with Aquara? Romeo? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, so he tore his Achilles as well. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the Lions and their Achilles this year, but it's taken down two of her best defenders, Akuda and now Romeo Aquara. It's probably still a worse injury for Akuda than it is Aquara, but uh, either way, Achilles is still – I have played D-line with someone in college, and he was not the same after he tore his Achilles as well. So I think it's, Dan it's, Campbell it's yells at him too much. I think he's just – Yelling way too much. What? That's my theory. I don't know. <laughs> That's why their Achilles are tearing. Yeah, yeah. You, you better get there. No, no, no. no he's hurt. Yeah, no. He's, he's, he's like, like that Northwestern like strength coach. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about, Remy. You're gonna have to explain it's, yourself. It's fine. It's rounds. fine. It's fine. It's, I'm just talking, talking shit. shit. Okay. Uh, so, anyways. Uh, Despite that, uh, the Lions go down um, to the Bears, 24-14. The Lions get inside the 10-yard line four times and come away with zero points. I mean, I think that was the story of the game. I did not I did not disagree with going for it at any point in the game. I, I love the aggressiveness. I would do it 10 out of 10 times or 100 out of 100 times, whatever it would be. I did disagree with a lot of the play calling in this game and on those downs, like for instance, yeah. throwing it a 20-yard pass down the field to um, Hawkinson. I, I did not like that. At the end of the game, the five-yard out. If you if you see the replay, by the way, Jared Goff had a wide-open guy Quintez. in the middle of the field. 
Quinn right. Nobody within five yards of him, honestly. All Goff had to do is throw a little dump pass over the line. But he has his one read and go, uh, and that's the the pros and the cons of Goff. Uh, that would have been a, if that was a good ball, I mean, that's I don't think you're too too upset about that because who was that? Was that Amon Rasset Brown that he went to? Yeah, it was. And he ran a good route. It, it was it, it, you just gotta make the throw. He, yeah. and he wasn't under pressure either. That he as uh you know, a quarterback's being paid over $20 million. You should make that throw. And this is kind of – Jared Goff had a lot of good passes in this game, but also a lot of bad and stupid-ass shit. And that's just kind of what you get out of Jared Goff, uh, the up and down. And that's what we saw at L.A. Uh, he was a little more consistent in the year they ran into the Super Bowl and lost. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, this is who he is uh, uh, at this point in his career. Somebody that can make a really good throw at sometimes, like the throw in the back of the corner of the end zone against the Packers in the first half. Or the guy, uh, you know, that – can't hold on the ball. <laughs> uh, now, now that was more Robert Quinn being Panay Sewell, our rookie, 20-year-old left tackle still. He, he you struggled. said it. I did it. You he said strugg- it. He struggled in this game, though. He did. There's no doubt about it. He gave up two sacks, seven hurries. Uh, definitely his worst game as a pro. But, uh, you know, what? Jared Goff, doesn't it seem – and do you guys tell me if I'm wrong, but doesn't it seem like he has kind of like a long wind-up throw compared to some of these other quarterbacks where like they show a release like a Tom Definitely. Brady or Russell Wilson or things like th- something the elite quarterbacks have. Definitely. Isn't that what people got on Tebow for too? Like this long windup, you know, that I, 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 I'm surprised Jared Goff doesn't have a shorter release. And I kind of noticed it more for some reason on uh, that play. That, it kind that of strip sack or which yeah. one? The one yeah. on, yeah. The Robert Quinn strip sack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the lions in this game, it's just brutal. Uh, rag now goes down early in the game. Aquara goes down early in the game. Uh, we're playing with two undrafted rookie free agents in the secondary, <laughs> sometimes three at the points in this game. Uh, I mean, we're, we're just down a lot of guys, uh, Decker's out. I mean, the, the amount of injuries, this already depleted roster coming into the season has is brutal. So I do commend our team for fighting in this game and trying to and tr- trying to make it close and not making a complete blowout. I think there's something to say for that and kind of what Campbell is trying to instill in this team. Cause really, you know, you convert some of those fourth at once in the red zone there uh, and inside the 10 yard line, it, it, the line might win this game, but, and, and putting his team in a position to win, I think there's something to be said for that, especially for the personnel that we have, but Having said that, we we didn't convert, and there's a reason for that. Uh, we don't quite have the personnel to pull it off, but I do. It's tough. Zero and four, probably not making the playoffs this year. <laughs> Definitely not reaching my seventh win in prediction. <laughs> uh, if they get to five, that would be cool. But I, we got to get to one before we get to five. Um, but you know, I, I there is still a lot to like about what the coaching staff is doing and what this team could do going forward. It's just going to take. A while to get there and there's just gonna be a lot of roster overhaul uh i mean yeah i for again a, a a scoreless first half but the the what the one that's really frustrating is the first one the fumble where he just bounced off jared goff's stomach right in the oh, his dick, yeah <laughs> do you know how many people so whatever something that was frank ragnall right that wasn't his replacement right um that was frank ragnall yes yeah, okay. that was the first drive of the game. First drive of the game uh, for us, and 
you know, it's just so funny because I'm I'm usually like the only Lions fan a lot of people know, uh, just being from Chicago. And I get whether it's good or bad things happening in the Lions, usually the latter. Um, a lot of people text me because I'm like the only Lions fan they know. When that happened, they're, that's the most Lions thing ever. That's the most Lions thing ever. <laughs> uh, and it's hard to disagree with them. <laughs> so uh, I, I did think Justin Fields, Barney, we, we can kind of transition to your side of things, but I did think he looked all right in this game. Uh, yeah. I, I thought he was too. more, I thought it was, you know, Kyle Mooney bailed him out a couple times, but I mean, that th- nice throw down the sideline. The, but the one, I, was it the first drive of the game where he had to, Mooney wide open by like 15 yards and no one around him uh, made it like a crazy diving play. That was the first drive, right? Yeah. That one where uh, he ended up like Mooney was on the ground for a couple seconds before he even got up and you guys had the time to like touch him down. Yeah. The one on the left side of the field. Yep. 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 Yeah. If that was, you know, maybe like four or five inches, uh, you know, placed uh, nicer that he could have caught that in stride and, and who knows what that is, but yeah, I mean, so, did, but uh, in this game, yes, he made a few nice throws. Um, I, I, I didn't, I wouldn't say like he won the game. I would say we lost the game more. <laughs> no, no, that, that one, that game was won. If there was anything on offense, it was because Dave Montgomery. Well, that's true too. He's a beast. Um, yeah, and we finally ran the offense through him again. You know, but, it's it's crazy this, what you this, think. This is what, what I'm telling do. you. The lion defense cures all offensive woes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm just not putting too much stock. And I, I know, I, I hope you get a lot of optimism out of this game, but I would just temper your optimism to a degree because this is a really bad lions defense with that is missing a lot of talent. Um, so hey, especially, see, in the, especially well in the secondary. Aware especially in the secondary. But, yeah, go ahead. What do you think of this, uh, the, the Bears this game? And I believe Nagy said he gave up the play calling, right? This is, yeah. this is the third year we've gone through this storyline. Yeah, he said uh, he gave up the play calling, and then he said that uh, – but there was no reason that our offense was better because ultimately uh, the offense <laughs> runs through him. So, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean? know. The guy's ego is fucking insane. I don't know. Um, did, that, did that play sheet go on the wall in his basement? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, when we're talking about this game, I just, I mean, it, it was, I was really wondering what our pass rush was going to do versus your line, right? And, you know, you kind of touched on it earlier. Prenai Sewell didn't have his best game so far. Um nope. You know, Robert Quinn is somebody that didn't really do well at all for us last year. And, you know, he's been off to an absolutely scorching hot start for us. Uh, that strip sack was huge. Um, you know, our, our bend don't break defense uh, was on display, uh, whether that was completely, you know, with the Bears uh, or because the Detroit Lions were helping us, you know, that's that's the game of football. Uh, but you know, that, that, that pass off or the uh, snap off the dick <laughs> was like, I didn't even catch it. Like all of a sudden, you know, our, my living room was screaming and everyone was like, yeah, it's our ball. And I'm like, I'm like, what in the world just happened? I didn't even see it. You know, I thought yeah, it was really audible or something like that. I didn't even see anything, but um, you know, it was, it was a good game. Uh, you know, Khalil Mack got out there and got his name called a few times with a, with a sack and a couple uh, tackles for loss. Um, you know, but Justin Fields, 
you know, he won 11 for 17 for 209. It, you know, just like you said, it wasn't, you know, anything crazy, but there's just, I mean, as a Bears fan, it was really nice to see him push the ball downfield. Um, you know, there was that toss to Mooney that was a little bit further than we wanted it, but, but Mooney bailed him out with a phenomenal diving catch. Uh, but then he hit Mooney again in stride on, on that seam that we haven't hit a person in stride in like 10 years. So that was just nice to see. Um, well, who dropped the one against the Saints in the, in the end zone last year? That, that, was Javon, that was Javon Wims. That's right. That's right. That was Trubisky's best pass in his entire career. <laughs> and Javon, got dropped. Javon Wims dropped it. Uh, but, I mean, it was really nice. I thought, you know, Montgomery was incredible. Uh, and Yeah, what's his injury status, you know? So, uh, right now, by all accounts, it's looking like it's positive. Uh, it was a hyperextension. Uh, they were... They ruled out an ACL uh, initially uh, and, and ligament damage, uh, which is very good to hear. Uh, but they're going to test it further. Um, I think they, they had tests going on today. I, I haven't seen anything uh, come back definite. But, um, you know, the, the ligaments were ruled out, and it looks like something that's, you know, maybe going to keep them out a week or two. But it's better than the ulterior, you know, just being out for the season, which I – when it, when it when he was when he ripped off his helmet and was like screaming in pain, I, I just kind of assumed something was gonna end his season. But uh, you know he did incredible. Bill Lazor came out, uh, called the plays, and you know I mean it kind of took us back to the last six games of the season last year where we looked like a balanced and pretty decent offense. I mean it wasn't like we were uh, you know looking unstoppable by any means but i mean when you when you're facing a defense like yours you need to put points up on the board and quite frankly i didn't think we put enough up on the board uh so we definitely have some things to to work on but you know mooney had like 115 yards uh, or something like that uh 125 125 125 i mean he was great um i thought fields you know put balls out there that were just Given the, our playmakers an, an opportunity to make a play, you know, I think he could have had 40 more yards if Cole Komet just doesn't trip over in his own feet on that one uh, deep pass to him. Yeah, then he's uh, looking for a pass interference, a ghost pass interference call. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, that, that I'm like, was dude, just catch the ball. Just do your. Yeah, I I didn't like that out of him. I'm like, come on, number one draft. Number but, number but, first round graphic. You're absolutely right about that. I, I mean, I don't know what he was thinking there because he didn't call the passer like he didn't try to call for a pass interference in the one in the end zone, which you know was a complete hold on him. And when you look at it, it's like he just kind of ran and like after he got held and the ball sailed over him, he just kind of ran and like grabbed the ball and like ran back. Like I'm like, dude, how did you not yell about that one? You know, and you're going to yell about the one that, you know, was clearly just you stumbling over your own feet. But Cole Komet, um, you know, as a big ND fan as I am, he, he needs to he needs to uh, step up and act like he belongs in this league. Um, I think who's, that, who's that Notre Dame tight end right now that they have? He's Michael, Michael Mayer. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's a scary dude. He, yeah. He's incredible. He looked really um, good this week. But – you know, uh, you know, we had our offensive line stepped up. I know you guys don't have like the greatest pass rush and whatnot. I know you guys went younger, but uh, anytime our offensive line only gives up one sack, I'm going to tip the cap to them. 
Um, I mean, it was under last week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially. Um, our third down efficiency was was pretty shitty. Uh, we were one for eight. You know, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of things that that went well for us that kind of masked a few things that went really bad, and I really don't want those to be overshadowed. Uh, so this Bears team. You know, we went out there and we faced an inferior team and we beat them. And, um, you know, that's really all, like, I really have to say about it. The next seven games are going to be a gauntlet with the teams that we have to face. And uh, I hope the Bears are, are um, you know, not, not too high on this win and, and are going to, you know, just take it to these next couple teams because they have, I mean, they have a lot to work on. Yeah, and just to mention those teams, uh, you're at Oakland, home for the Packers. At Tampa Bay, home for the 49ers. So that is a that'll be a fun schedule for you. Right. And and, 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 and last, last two things, um, another injury. I mean, first defensive play of the game. Uh, uh, Hicks, right? Yeah. Hicks went out and they're calling it a groin. I mean, it was. I saw. I thought it was going to be someone's uh, his shoulder because he sort of made the, the tackle, one arm tackle, and. And it was completely extended, and I think it was Jamal Williams sort of ran right through it. He ran really hard, and all of a sudden we saw, you know, Khalil, uh, Akeem, uh, you know, point over, you know, to the to the sideline and, and, and walk off. And you know that doesn't look good. I, I bet you that's going to be a couple weeks. But um, you know, we didn't have him, but we had uh, Eddie Goldman come in, and Eddie Goldman's first game. You know, I, I, I said we got to stop this run. run. And you guys had 90 yards, which I don't know is exactly stopping it uh, because I, I think 90 solid. Uh, you always want to get over the 100-yard 100, 100 mark, right? But I mean, Jamal Williams averaged like 4.7 yards carry. He actually looked really good at this game. We had to abandon the run because of the score. By the exactly. Early exactly. So. Right. So, um, you know, it was a good win, but it was a win, win I expected. Uh, I thought it would be a little bit closer, but at the end of the day, if you guys score a touchdown on one of those, that's, that's that's kind of where you know we thought the game was going to be pretty, pretty damn close. So uh, yeah. good win, uh, but you know, on Oakland for sure. And, and I just want just a couple players we forgot to mention that I actually do like. This is some positives for the game. Uh, as far as Quintus Stevens, I, I think he keeps improving. He looked really good in this game. Uh, finally got some targets his way. And then Khalif Raymond, uh, who pulled out the two touchdowns in this game. He's a little shifty guy. Um, but definitely one of our better athletes on offense. So I just want to give a shout out uh, yeah. to you guys. And I believe in the, the preview podcast that we dropped on Thursday, you said that, you know, because I was telling you that, uh, you know, like our, I mean, our Achilles heel is our uh, slot corner, our nickel. Um, yeah. I believe you said, you know, you were going to throw some money on him or whatnot. I mean, he had two touchdowns. Every time he grabbed the ball, it's like, that's Big Z's guy. I mean, right on the money with that. Khalid Raymond, yeah, 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 he's a. Uh, I, I think he'll, he might stick around after this year. Uh, the, this is his fifth team, uh, so maybe just find find the right team to hop on with because he he does seem like a good athlete. I'm surprised another team hasn't uh, held on to him longer. Dude, that, that touchdown that he had down the middle, I want to say, it was about 25 yards or so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> were, were you wondering who the hell was uh, his responsibility? Because he was just he was just sitting there in the end zone, wide open for the ball. I'm like, what the what, what, what was who the hell had that guy? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean that's a classic like uh, you know the safety comes up and forgets his responsibilities type play. So 
It happened, happened at a good, good time. time. Yeah, I thought, thought, thought it gave us a chance to maybe get back in the game, but alas. So, anyways, the, the Lions, they are uh, playing the team that we'll talk about next next week, and that is the Minnesota Vikings. So, Remy, a, a battle for last place in the NFC North next week between you and my your team and my team. Uh, let's talk about... Sorry, I was, was going to say, is this where I chime in and say, oh, man, looks like you guys are going to be, uh, who's the little brother? Whatever the fuck Rami said to me last week. Rami, you know, what did you say last week? I, I don't remember what I said last week. <laughs> How um, convenient. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, no, you take a look at this Vikings one and three team and you look at their record and you think this is a dog shit team. But if you look at the team and what we've actually put up, this team has improved from week one up until now. Weeks one and two, we were wow. giving up 30 points per game. Ever since Big Z had to send me with that text, we have held our last two games we've held to seattle to 17 points held cleveland to 14 points uh the past six quarters we've only given up 14 points um so you can see that our defense is improving mike zimmer did come out and say anthony barr will play make his debut against the lions this week which is coming out to get a much uh needed hopefully uh victory for this team um you know guys in all honesty as a Viking fan, we're down, but we're not out. I do not see a clear-cut favorite in the North. Um, I don't think anybody is that dominant to just go running away with running it, away with it now, now, especially, especially with, with what we've seen with the Bears. Um, as Kinger laughs in the corner. You know, and, 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 and that's fine. That's fine. Um, I mean, they'll, they'll always have their 12th man. We'll just have to always play through that, but – um, you know, coming up here with the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> schedule, you got the Lions at home, and then you got the Panthers away, and then you got your bye week. This is the only time I'm a fan of an early bye week is to hopefully you go 2-0 and get yourself back on track. Talk to your guys during your bye week. Uh, Brashad Breeland is ranked 103 out of 106, our cornerback of cornerbacks, and he played six snaps before getting benched as Cameron Dantzler came in to shut everybody down. Um Breaking news out of an hour ago, Cameron Dantzler now has COVID. So um, that was uh, what goes up must come down. I think uh, the pressure that we were able to get to Baker Mayfield was awesome. Couple sacks on him for the evening. He did not throw. He did not throw a touchdown. Um, he missed Odell wide a couple times, and this was the Vikings' chance to actually win the game. Um, this Cleveland team, though, I think I read they ran like 78 plays. And when you run that with the – and it's the run-first team with, with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, I mean, you're going to expect, expect that. that. I, don't I don't know how, how you hold them to 14 points and not get blown out 35-7. to seven. Um, So it's, 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 it's uh, encouraging. It's encouraging to me to be able to get Anthony Barr back. Um, we just got to – we had to figure out that secondary and, you know, this, the record doesn't reflect how this team is playing. Um, I think Minnesota can get it together and get a couple wins. Now I would rather have the buy right now and have their collapse. If you want to say collapse right now versus the middle of the season, because, you know, maybe in five, six weeks, we could be talking and looking at a whole different Minnesota Viking team. Um, 
you know, Mike's already been quoted. My, I mean, everybody quotes it, but the, if it's and buts for candy and nuts, you know, you tell, you look at all of our losses and we're one, one away of this from winning. We're one away of that from winning. Oh, we're, uh, we're, a, we're a missed, we're a missed holding call in the end zone on that Hail Mary, whether the ball was near him or not. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. If we had luck, it would just be bad luck apparently, but it's just the way the cookie crumbles. No Dalvin Cook pun intended. Um, I'm just excited for the return of Anthony Barr, and I'm excited to see what this Vikings team can do as a unit at their full potential. I agree. Right? You go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I just, I mean, what do you got to say about seven points, though? I mean, uh, <laughs> last week you were pretty, pretty, you were pretty adamant, adamant about how shitty the Bears uh, were with only putting a six spotter up. Um, and, you know, you were confident about the, the game, which I think all of us are usually pretty confident when our opponent, when our teams are going up, but Seven, seven points. points. Oh, yeah, and a lot of it. Kirk was the MVP talk last week. Kirk, Kirk, and Kirk made a lot of great throws one on one. His his only he threw his first pitch of the season, double covered in the Thielen. Um, but Kirk made a lot of his throws to Jefferson. It was just getting a lot of those. I think he got sacked a few times, a lot of those third and thirteens, and just could not get into field goal range. He got knocked out of field goal range. Um, you know, I'll take I'll take seven points when we're only down. 14 to seven, you know, and it's six to 22 or 26, whatever you guys, I mean, yikes. But, uh, you know, I, I, I like this Vikings offense again, we're, we're, we're playing without, uh, you know, a tight end, our yeah, main tight end, Irv Smith and huge yeah, game play, play. Game, game changer Irv Smith of what could have been. And if it's enough, for, <laughs> if, if the must for candy nuts, but I like, despite our record, I like the way that this uh, Vikings team is headed defensively and offensively. Kirk just seems to keep letting it cook. And once we get Anthony Barr back, I think this propels our defense. And what propels our defense can propel our offense. And let's get a little win streak going here. Well, this will be the third time in a row. Uh, well, I, I guess the Lions is currently at all NFC North offenses because the Packers struggle, face the Lions, right back on track. Bears struggle. Kind of back, back on track. On track. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Remy, it might be your turn now for the Vikings next week. Um, but, well, I mean, tell, tell, me, tell, tell me a little bit about Delvin Cook, 9 for 34. Madison, yeah, we could, Madison we 10 for 20. 20 so, yeah, you have yeah, less than three yards a carry on 23 attempts in this game. Could, I love that. Couldn't get the run game going, but like I said, I, at the end of at the end of the game, it, I don't think it really mattered because Kirk was you know setting up, setting up, setting up. It, we we were a score a touchdown away. I mean, yes, it would have helped to have a Dalvin touchdown in there, but we were we were in it with our with our uh, with our passing game. Kirk two hundred three for a touchdown. He was just twenty for thirty eight. I mean, he basically uh, missed the same amount of throws that he completed. Yeah, but if, if the run game isn't there and they keep shutting down and they keep shutting it down, you, you gotta you gotta lean one way. And I think that's what we scripted early and often. Because as you know, we are a run heavy first team. I think that may start to shift because uh, you got guys starting to throw Jefferson's name out there with being one of the best receivers um, with uh, with with Devontae yeah. Adams up there. So I think we're gonna start leaning more towards the throwing team. You gotta give Kirk a clean pocket. Our first round pick, Christian Darisaw, made his debut with one snap on special teams. Hmm. Ease him in there early. Don't want to get Kirk blown up. 
But like I said, I like I like where we're headed. I like I like uh, playing the Lions at home. I like going on the road against this fraudulent Panthers team and then having our bye week and getting the troops together and say, hey, relax, relax. And let's let's just uh, let's just end, uh, quote, run the table. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, we'll, we'll have more to say uh, later this week uh, looking at the, the Lions. Uh, playing, the Lions only one that had played every NFC North team or even an that's, That's the only, the only game, team we like played. The Vikings played the Packers, Bears played the Vikings. Why? 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 Yeah, we didn't really. I think we played Green Bay like 11s. Crazy. That's the first. That's the first time. Yeah, it's nuts. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's not till way late in the season. Yeah, interesting. Um, speaking of the Packers, let's go to that one. Kinger, the Packers, uh, pretty much took care of business against the Steelers. I, I wouldn't say it, it, it wasn't, wasn't nothing, nothing surprised, surprised us in this game, game except, except for Jair, Jair Alexander, maybe a little bit uh, injury uh, possibility. Do you want to speak to that really quick? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Packers took care of business this week. week. I, was I was confident, confident in them coming at a six and a half point spread, which they did. Um, offense looks great. I'm really starting to, even being down, the injuries was all dressed in I mean, the Jair news today is not what you would call good. Florida didn't really comment on it much further than I'm saying. I'll have an update on Wednesday, and he's not ruling out of being season-ending. I mean, it's just unfortunate because he made such a great play on that fourth and four. The Steelers were driving at the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, one of the two. Willie made a great tackle out of a little dump pass from Najee in the backfield, and it looks like he just the contact just, you know, hit the shoulder at the wrong angle. And we got to wait and see. Initial reports were potentially Stinger, Collarbone, and, you know, we're going to wait and see. I mean, I'll tell you what, the Packers is not a team that's really had much worse injury luck here to start the season than I would say Green Bay. I mean, if you look at all of our elite players. Hey, I'll give you that, but I'm just saying, if you look at the elite players on the Packers team, I mean, you go through the top-notch guys. Obviously, you have Roger, Devontae, and offense. Those guys have been healthy. Aaron Jones has been healthy, but... Our two, our two best, best offensive linemen, two all-pro pro caliber, caliber offensive linemen, have been out. Bakhtiari was last year, but we haven't had Jenkins the last two weeks. Zadarius so Smith had back surgery last week after playing week one versus New Orleans. We're not sure how long he's going to be out. So losing top three, top five corner in the league, potentially in Jair. I mean, they're really hurt across the board right now, and it's unfortunate that we're having to deal with this. But that being said, I mean, the Packers defense did step up in the fourth quarter versus Pittsburgh. Um, um, overall, I do think Green Bay played, played the better, better game. game. I still haven't gotten through all the tape yet. yet. I'm still coming back from a long weekend, so I still got to run through the rest of the game later tonight. tonight. What, what I have seen thus far, I mean, Jair kind of got beat on that first play, play of the opening drive, and it looked like Green Bay was going to be in again. We're going to buckle up for a high-scoring game, but everything kind of settled down. Um, the, um, offense the offense looks great. I'll tell you the thing, thing that I'm most excited about. Hey, Rodgers has been an absolute monster since week one. I don't care what anybody says. 20 for 36, 248 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, it, it wasn't a, a jaw-dropping performance, but he played very good football, and he made a couple great throws in the game, just like versus San Francisco last week. The thing I'm most excited about, boys, how about A.J. Dillon? He had 15 carries for 81 yards. He split carries with Jones this week. Aaron had 15 for 48, but there were a couple runs where he just, he just was lower in the shoulder on a pretty good Steelers defense. And, you know, I think he's a guy that's only going to continue to utilize and get better going forward. I think that one-two tandem is as good as anybody in the league. And, 
you know, you know as, as soon as he gets, gets a little, little bit more experience in that, that pass blocking, being able to help, help with the protection side of things, things. I mean, he's, he's not, not a guy, guy that defense wants, wants to face in cold, cold weather, weather, just having, having a, you know, 240-pound back just barreling over you late, 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 late game, cold weather game. So, is he playing this good before, though? Or is this a one-off game? I don't know. He had 110 in the touchdown last year late in the season versus Tennessee. I want to say it was. I'm pretty confident it was Tennessee last year. 105 in the touchdown. Um but, but, I mean, I mean even, even without our two studs, studs in the offensive line, line that interior three with Myers, uh, Newman, and, and John, John Runyon Jr., our second-year guy out of, out of Michigan. Michigan, I mean, I mean Packers, Packers just don't miss an offensive line voice. Like, like they, they have, have some good, good players. players. And I'm, not I'm not saying, saying that these guys, guys are elite players, players yet, yet. But, but they're, they're showing, showing a lot of promise earlier in their careers. They keep developing. I'll give Brian Gutekunst and his staff a lot of credit there. They're, they're very, very good, good at selecting like offensive linemen. Line. And that's, that's obviously, obviously what I think you have to build, build your team around. Obviously, obviously you've had the fortune of having Aaron Rodgers in, in behind center. center but, you know, you know, if you can put together, together a competent offensive, offensive line and have a couple, couple playmakers, you know, you're going to be in, in, in with a decent defense. You're going to be in a lot of ballgames. So, who are your two guards? Royce Newman, our rookie out of Ole Miss. And then we have John Runyon Jr. playing left guard right now while Jenkins is out. I'm not sure what we're going to do when these boys back. Hopefully Jenkins is back next week. It's what Flacchiari's done, done the first six weeks because of IR. But those three guys, guys have another really, really good game against, against pretty solid Steelers, Steelers defensive front. front. Um, you know, TJ Watt, Watt was pretty limited, limited in that game, that game uh, for, for the most, most part. So, so I'm, very I'm very excited. excited. We, we took, took care, care of business. business. Um, you know, you know I, I, we, we got to go to Cincinnati next week, who's definitely a competent football game before you got Chicago in two weeks. So, uh, you know, uh, you know I'm, just, I'm just I'm happy, I'm happy with, with, with where we're, we're at. at. I'm just, I'm just hoping, hoping for some good, good news on Jair this week because Barney mentioned earlier in our group chat, chat it's going to be looking, looking a, lot, a, lot, a, lot, a lot, lot of shootouts, I think, if we're down Jair. Jair. We're still Kevin, Kevin King's, King's going through the cuss protocol, not like he's some stud in the secondary anyway, you know, but there's a lot of injuries in practice right now. We just got to continue to grind and fight through with a very difficult schedule ahead. King, did, did I see something, something that said that, that uh, Darius now is, is, is heading to the IR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's on IR. I think, I think it's six, six week, week IR, though. I don't think it's season ended. ended. I think I it's short term. Apparently, there's different tiers of IR. I wasn't aware of that. But they're not sure. It's going to be at least a couple months, though. So, yeah. We're in some trouble. And if we lose Jair, I mean, you literally can't script that any worse. Chris Barnes is out this week, too, or our linebacker. So, yeah, but, but it's, it's tough, tough spot. spot. The first, the first guy, guy that you're, that you're, you're looking, looking to get back, back uh, aside from, from Jerry, Jerry is Elton Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah, I'm yeah, hoping I'm Jenkins, Jenkins can play, can play next, next week. week. Gotcha. Yep. yep. So, so um, um, you know, they got to wait and see. He didn't practice again this week, and he was going to be a game-time decision. So that ankle, he didn't come out of that game two weeks ago versus Detroit. He didn't come out. So it obviously must have swelled up and gotten worse afterwards. So. We're going to wait and see. see. Luckily, Luckily, we have a Bengals defense, defense that, isn't that isn't what you call their strength, strength next week. So, right. you know, we, we just got to keep grinding. grinding. And it was, and it was fun. fun. It was the first, first matchup, actually, because Rodgers, Rodgers has been hurt two previous times. times. It's the first, the first time, time that Rodgers has been played, played since, since Super Bowl, Bowl um, in 2011 when, when the Packers won. So, it's kind of crazy. Those guys, you know, 10 years later, first time they've matched up since then. So, um you know, yeah, that, 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 that took care of business. That Steelers offense not very good. No, it's not. No, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I don't, I don't, I don't understand, understand why, why they have Ben Roethlisberger. They went into the offseason. Off How do you How watch, do you watch him, last him last year? Like, I mean, are you going to roll with Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins, Haskins, dude? I don't know. I, well, I, I feel like, I feel like, like I'm not. Like Gardner, Gardner Minshew or something. <laughs> 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 That's very fair. That's very fair. 
Because you got traded for a sixth rounder. You tell me the Steelers could have got him for a fifth rounder or something like that. Or even Cam Newton. Hey, we got Nick Foles, man. We're actively shopping at Foles. He's shopping himself. I'll tell you what, though. There was one good last thing I want to say. There was kind of a cool moment on the game. It was in the second quarter. Rogers is trying, trying to do, to do his, his traditional, traditional, you know, you hurry, know up hurry up to the line, line no substitutions, so the Steelers couldn't. And Tomlin, Tomlin saw, saw what he was, he was about, about to do and called a timeout. And, and, and him and Rogers had a good little smile back and forth, little, you know, smirks, smirks saying, you know, you're, you're not going to get it. Good. And Rogers was like, you got, you know, I respect it. You knew what I was definitely trying to do there, and you weren't having none of that shit. So it was kind of funny. I like it. I respect that. Which I don't. I don't, I don't understand, understand why more coaches, coaches don't, don't do that. You know, you know like, that's, that's Aaron's, Aaron's thing. thing. I just, I just think, think Tom Tomlin's a That's a good point, Ron. I'll say that's a good point. Like, 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 we know it's coming. coming. I'm, yelling I'm yelling at the, at the TV. TV. Yo, what, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, it's just, just, he always gets it off. I mean, how many touchdowns does Aaron Rodgers have off just, you know, offsides with too many men on the field? You know, just him just knowing he can't count. Can't count. He's the best in the NFL to ever have done that. Uh, absolutely and it was and just, it was just funny, funny like you said you could see tom was like i got you bro you're not doing this shit um i don't think i would be in a different game but i don't know i mean i think from the from the top angle i'm gonna say no but when you look at it live from the normal view of the field it looks like it so i don't know i don't think it's a Sure, you, you want to call it a bad call? Sure. sure. I, don't I don't know. Like, like I said, it's not, not one to me that's definitive. definitive. I don't think anybody would really say it was definitive, in my opinion. I, I think I, these, these, these uh, referees, referees have been, been – I mean, I, mean, I don't know, I don't if, know they, if they like, – have, have always been, been like, like this bad, but I think collectively they are having Agreed. Agreed. Agree with that part. Like any team aside, it doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, everybody's got some points. Everybody's got some points. Why do they like – I don't understand why these refs like – like Usually they hold the flags – like, like they are they're so, so flag happy. happy. I, just I just don't understand. understand. Like, like you just keep the flag in your pocket. pocket. People, people usually enjoy the game more when you keep the flag, flag in your pocket overall. I feel. A no call, call, call is usually better than a than a call. Right? Yeah. You're like you letting them play. That's kind of just no. Oh, the rest of the run play. Good. You know, type thing. Right. Like in the the Bucks Pats game last night, the pass interference that got got the Pats in like field goal range. That was terrible. Took me out. Took me out for going three and all. I was pissed. Same both of us missed on that this week. So I would agree. Play, uh, refs, uh, refs, if you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast, podcast uh, they, they are. are pocket. Big ref from, from, from what I've understood. Big ref from following. Huge ref following. Yeah, just keep the flags in your pocket, all right? But gentlemen, I think it's going to wrap it up for a week four wrap up here. So again, so again, the Packers, the Packers then they got, the, got Bears the Bears and the Vikings and the Lions in that order. No ties right now. First, second, third, fourth in the NFC North. So later this, later this week, week, we'll be previewing week five. We've got, we got another NFC North matchup, matchup coming up. Um, then the Bears. Who are the Bears going to again? Oh, yeah, that's right. And then the Packers against the Bengals. So thank you everybody for listening. Twitter at the Pylon Pod. Instagram at the Pylon. Please, please follow, follow us on there. there. Please, please message us, leave a comment, or however, however you want to, you know, just, just let us know, let us know what you, your thoughts on the past game, game are, and, uh, uh, where, your where, teams, where you think your teams, teams are going forward. forward. Uh, Apple, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, podcast. Please, please subscribe, please download, download and please review. 
leave a review on the podcast on Apple more specifically. Really appreciate it. Any feedback, really. Uh, but thank uh, you, everybody, thank for, listening. for listening. We hope, we hope you have, you a, have great a great start, start to your, to your week, week, and we'll, and we'll see, see you later this later week, week, preview week five. five. Uh, hey, real quick, I, uh, I'm i going to be heading down to Austin on Wednesday. 